you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Red Lewis, and this is NFL Inside Report. Just as your Halloween Sunday sugar high was settling into a mellow Monday, how about the buzz of breaking news in the NFL to kickstart your week? And we begin with an MVP candidacy derailed. The NFL's leading rusher, Derrick Henry, injured in the Titans' win over the Colts on Sunday. Henry seen limping with his cleat off early in Indianapolis, but played through the injury the entire game. An ailment we learned today is a broken bone in his foot that will require surgery to repair. The Titans placing Henry on injured reserve, but as NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport reports, the timeline for Henry's potential return is a bit murky. Rabel would not speculate as far as when he would be back. Here is what I know after talking with sources all morning. There is a belief that Henry will be back this season. The timeline, and it's tough to know because every individual surgery is different, every injury is different, but the timeline is about six to 10 weeks. Eight to 10 is probably the average, but if they really push it, six is possible. And if Derrick Henry has everything go perfectly, if they if they push it hard, if they think they can get him back, if they need him back, six is at least possible. So I would not assume that Derrick Henry is out for the season. If the Titans had a big win yesterday, just hang in there and keep winning, there's a pretty good chance they will see their star running back before 2021 is over. In an interesting corresponding move, Rapsheet also reporting the Titans have signed Adrian Peterson to their practice squad. And ahead of Tuesday's trade deadline, a huge move between the Rams and the Broncos coming together, sending Super Bowl 50 MVP and star edge rusher Von Miller from the Broncos to the Rams for a second and third round pick in the 2022 draft. Von Miller leaves Denver after 10 and a half seasons, 110 and a half sacks and with a lot of love. I always have Super Bowl 50. Um, you know, seeing the pictures when I was walking out, it just, you know, it just made me tear up, you know, but we always got 
We always got Super Bowl 50. Uh, I always got Broncos country. And um, yeah, just keep going. The Broncos franchise leader in sacks now joins Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on a Rams defense full of superstars ready to make a Super Bowl run. As for Denver, a move James Palmer notes now comes with the future in focus for Broncos GM George Payton. We look at the quarterback situation in Denver. Could those picks potentially be part of trying to get a new quarterback next season? We know George Payton has been very clear about swinging for the fences or trying to make big moves when it comes to the quarterback position and the Denver Broncos. And this is a monster move for the first year general manager here, George Payton, who goes and now is drastically showing that they are in a mode for next season in how they are building things as trading away one of the top players on this team. Former Broncos starting quarterback Trevor Simeon, now with the Saints, and one of four backup quarterbacks to lead their team to victory in Week 8. The circumstances, though, that brought Simeon off the bench, unfortunate, as Saints starter Jameis Winston suffered a torn ACL early in the Saints' win over the Bucs. But Winston still celebrating the huge win with his teammates in the locker room, a sight that got Saints coach Sean Payton emotional. Well, he got a game ball today, and it was the you can hear him before you see him game ball. So, But he, he brings a lot of energy, and it's good to have him back. Cried when I saw him coming in. You know, it's hard. And with Winston out and Taysom Hill 3-1 and one as a starter in place of Drew Brees last year, Jane Slater says don't count out Trevor Simeon as the Saints starter going forward. Just because Taysom Hill's coming back, don't automatically assume that that's now his job. Now, I get they're paying him $12 million to be the backup. It makes sense. But there's just so much that Taysom Hill does for you that when you make him your starting quarterback, you lose that special stuff. And so I think the reason why they ultimately went with Jameis is they're looking for that traditional pocket passer, and then you go and you get a guy like Mark Ingram who can help complement the run game with Alvin Kamara. You're not asking your quarterback to do too much, although Trevor was doing a lot last night. I think this is going to be interesting. And on a Sunday highlighted by backup quarterbacks getting big wins, the Cowboys counted on QB2 Cooper Rush to bring them a victory in prime time. When we come back, Jane Slater back with us for an in-depth look at the Cowboys and how Cooper Rush went from competing for the backup gig in training camp to starring on Sunday night. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad-spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to be. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. So Cooper Rush becomes the only quarterback since the NFL merger to have 300-plus passing yards and throw a game-winning passing touchdown in the final minute of his first career NFL start. A clutch performance in a big spot for the Cowboys, but one that was never guaranteed for Rush, who had to fight just for a roster spot. Jane Slater back with us. Jane, how did Rush earn this opportunity back in training camp? And a hands up, I was one of the reporters who 100% said, what are we doing? Why are you cutting Garrett Gilbert in favor of Cooper Rush? If you just looked at him at camp, in fact, if you go back and look at some of my reports, I talked about how these backups were trash and how it was so concerning that Dak is dealing with this shoulder injury coming off a pretty brutal ankle injury and you aren't bulking up that backup position more, particularly when you went through four last season um, I even had a private conversation with someone. Why not go and call Chicago and say, what's it going to take to get Nick Foles? Um, we were kind of debating that because when I saw that injury to Dak Prescott um, and I slow mowed it back and you looked at it, I said, "There, I, everybody in the building for the last two weeks told me they were not concerned about it, that injury. Not a problem. I'll be fine. can promise you that. Uh, great timing going into the bye week, but... As I said, y'all can y'all can have fun with it this week. But I kept going, ah, this is kind of how the shoulder went. We're not worried about the shoulder. And I remember telling people this shoulder is going to be something a little bit more significant than what they're saying it is now. So then when we get closer to this game and I have, I mean, seeing Dak at practice, you know, he's moving laterally, he was backpedaling, whatever. It was Dak's comments on Thursday that really sort of sounded the alarm. And I think it was interesting how, and again, we can't talk about gambling and this is not a gambling conversation, (laughs) but seeing Vegas move those lines so drastically, I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on here? Because we did a media match at the star in Frisco, this Cowboys podcast that I do with the beat writers. And all of us said there, 
we don't see any limitations for Dak. He looks fine. What is this? This is a long season and it's a journey and I want to be playing in that last game. And so, as I said, it's not my decision because it's not fully my decision, right? It's because there is a bigger picture. It is more than just this one game. And I mean, I quickly said earlier that the fact is I don't want this to linger past this week. Same as I told y'all in training camp on my shoulder, something I want to nip in the butt, make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm healthy and I'm ready to go. So I don't think about it playing and we're not having these conversations past, past today. I thought to myself, is this a little gamesmanship? And then I thought, wait a minute. Dak is known for pushing himself. And they have said we have to save him for himself. And so I truly believe that he was forcing this all the way up. And Jane, then what has Cooper Rush done to make the Cowboys feel comfortable about inserting him in a spot like this? This Cooper Rush thing, I did reach out to a former person on staff and I said, look, talk to me honestly. Cooper or Garrett? And they said, not a question, Cooper. And even the way they kind of treated the other backups last year, Andy and Garrett, I just felt like the locker room has always been a fan of Cooper Rush. I mean, Dak has always been a huge fan of Cooper Rush. And even I think it really helped this year because they couldn't do it last year with COVID. Having Dak on the sidelines with a headset was big because when Travis Frederick went out at center, he was on the sidelines on headset. Tyron Smith, that's what helped the offensive line. Sean Lee, when he got injured, he was on a headset helping out the linebackers. So I knew that that was going to help. I did not expect, and anyone that tells you that they expected that Cooper was going to have the night that he did last night is lying to you. Now, you could argue that the defense led to that win, but that play that he made, Cooper to Cooper at the end of the game, that was big. Snap to Rush, back to throw a fade left side of the end zone. Cooper goes up high, and he pulls it in for the go-ahead touchdown. Last year, when everything went wrong for the Cowboys, This year, it feels like everything is going right. So fascinating game. I had said ahead of it, if they, I wouldn't have used him in the deck in the first place. If you were that concerned that you were leading it up till Saturday, put him on ice. And I'd put him on ice again against the Broncos. Mm. That's what I would. Um, Because you're playing at home. It's the Broncos. This Amari Cooper is outstanding. His record at it at, AT&T Stadium is his home records outstanding and they coming off the momentum from last weekend. I would sit Dak again if you truly have concerns and I get it. And I appreciate the fact that Mike doesn't push these guys. In fact, a former Packers player told me once the reason why players used to love Mike so much was he was such an advocate for their bodies. You know, some coaches are going to add years to your body. Mike always seemed to make sure or take years off your body. Mike always seemed to make sure that you were adding years. Mm. And so I think the players respect that. The problem is the player that you're talking about is Dak Prescott, who wants the ball in his hands every game after last year. So I thought it was a wise move, but what it did for that team's confidence after last season, I thought was huge. And I think we're going to go back and look at that game. I thought the Patriots game was a big step for this team with all the adversity on the road against Bill Belichick. But I think that Minnesota's game is going to be the one we circle with this team. And I don't want to put it out in the, the world. But if they were to accomplish all the things that they want to accomplish, that Minnesota game may have a lot to do with it. I think it's a really good point. And just to get back on your comments about Cooper Rush, Mike McCarthy said after the game, I'm glad everyone got to see that. Because that's what we see all the time. Yeah, I'll tell you, I was glad. I was glad everybody got to see that because that's Cooper Rush. I mean, I think that's the real strength of him. Uh, you know, he he plays the quarterback position. Um, you know, 
like a seasoned veteran that, that's played, you know, 10, 12 years in the league. You know, that, 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 I mean, that's, the, that's the man I get to see every day. Now, look, that sounds like something a head coach is always going to say about a guy who steps into a starring role. Like, oh, yeah, we see that all the time in practice. But he said that Cooper Rush operates the offense like a seasoned veteran. Does that jive at all with some of the things that you had been hearing about Cooper behind the scenes? I remember I remember going back to his first two years in Dallas. Cooper looked really strong in the preseason. Yeah. I mean, I remember watching him being like, he looks great. But then it's just like he started to fall apart. I don't know if his confidence got shaken. I mean, keep in mind, they've also had so many changes to that offensive staff. Going back to Wade Wilson and then Scott Linehan. And then you got Kellen Moore in there. And now you've got Doug Nussmeyer helping Kellen Moore. And so... There's been a lot of iterations in their time together. And I did love his answer at the end that he never really felt like the game was too big for him. And he felt like he should have been a starter. Felt like I belonged out there. You know, you're in the huddle, breaking the huddle, getting to the line and going through your processes. It didn't feel overwhelming at all. And I think, <clears throat> you know, I haven't played a lot, but, you know, being around the NFL, you're, you're practicing against those guys every day. And our defense pretty good. Um, some real good players. You're going against those guys every day. It's not like you're not seeing things. Um, so it never, it never felt, you know, too big. And I think he brought that confidence to the huddle, and that was big. To give you an idea of how this works, I had gotten a tip on Sunday morning that the team had told them that Cooper was indeed the starter. But keep that under the lid. They wanted a competitive advantage. It was what I would consider a secondary source, mm -hmm. so I don't really go with it. But it does sort of give you a cushion because this is a person that I would trust that would have knowledge of things. But again, I'm just I'm really careful about what I put out there. And I think that's a great point. Right. And now seeing it all come together, you're like, OK, this all makes sense now that they had this entire week knowing it was going to be Cooper Rush. And we saw the effectiveness of that game plan. But getting back to that kind of information that you get that close to game time, like how do you parse through you know, what you feel like is really credible and what you maybe need to take a step back and kind of let some other things develop before you get out there and report it. My rule of thumb, and it's, you know, knock on wood, it has served me very well, is unless it's coming from a player, a coach, or an agent that I really, really, really trust. I mean, and even a lot of agents, I don't run with stuff that I get. Right. But it has to come from a player, front office, a coach, or like I said, a very select group of agents that I trust before I will ever run with it. You know, you can use some of these things as context or that information you can then take to somebody else and sort of layer it. You know, last year when I did the reporting about the defensive side of the ball, it started with some of those like secondary leaks. And then once I actually talked to players, then I would then go and confirm that with other people to see if there was like an ax to grind. So, you know, I was an investigative hard news reporter before I ever did sports. And so I think I always use that as a guide. Uh, you never go with one source, uh, you know, in some situations when it's coming directly from the horse's mouth, you don't need another source to layer it, right? Like they're going to tell you what their injury is. I don't need to go to a doctor uh, for that and get a second layer or go to the front office uh, so that's where I'm really, really careful with. And I just, you know, you're playing with people's lives when you put some of this information out. I know that sounds dramatic, but it does. All of it has an effect. Once you put something out there, it's really hard to get something off of Google. It's really hard um, <laughs> to take something back. And so I always try to be really, really careful with that. And so, again, yesterday, if I had 
tweeted that out when I got it at nine o'clock in the morning, that thing would have been aggregated, retweeted, talked about on the radio. And then if I'm wrong, <laughs> you can't get that one back. Now, people eventually forget, you know, what, but sure. I in Dallas, I take a lot of pride in my credibility as a reporter that when I report it, people know that they can take it to the bank. I just didn't want to have that one affect my batting, my batting record right now. Um, you know, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, but I felt fine sitting on it. But I just thought the information was interesting because it certainly felt like they were very confident in Cooper being their quarterback on Sunday. So the Cowboys have rattled off six straight wins since the opening week loss to the Bucks. now sit at six and one atop the NFC East. Jane, how much credit does head coach Mike McCarthy deserve for this Cowboys success? I mean, when you look back to last year, there were I mean, even when you go back and really reflect, I mean, you you literally have your strength and conditioning coach collapse and die in your locker room after losing your starting quarterback, after losing most of your offensive line. I mean, I think they had eight different offensive linemen they went through. Uh, your secondary was a disaster last year. I mean, Trayvon Diggs got injured. You didn't see it. It was, it was a mess last year. There were so many problems with Mike Nolan and Jim Tom Sula and how they related uh, to the players, and then to see them make the tough decision to change, bring in guys like Aiden Dirty on the defensive line, Dan Quinn, um, who have been outstanding this year. Uh, guys like Al Harris have been great. George Edwards, uh, being able to say, "I'm not going to call the plays." This kid, Kellen Moore. Everything I've heard about him is he's great, and trusting that he has a great mind. Um, I'm extremely impressed with him every step of the way from the, you know, building the installs, the way he's, you know, he's delivered it, delivered it uh, in the meetings to players and his on the field coaching. You know, when you take away the play calling and you're not scheming up offense or defense, you then have to account for, well, now you're a walkabout coach. So are you inspiring? Are you leading? And then if you're not doing that, well, then why do we have you as the head coach? And so, there is a risk there. There's a culpable deniability when things go wrong, but there's also a risk of, well, what are you responsible for? And I think just in talking to the players, he does feel like a real players coach. It feels like he takes care of the players. He doesn't rush them back to play. Um, and I think he's, you know, he's done a good job of, of getting this staff to buy in. Ego is a popular word in the NFL, uh, certainly amongst coaches that have the type of power that a head coach generally commands. But he's sitting here with a staff that includes a former head coach in Dan Quinn, a future head coach in Kellen Moore. And it seems like he's got no problem in deferring credit and deferring responsibility even to these guys in order to create the best product. I think ultimately, Jane, like, isn't that what makes a great head coach, a distributor and a CEO type? Yeah. I mean, you want a guy that's uh, not micromanaging, right. that uh, allows you some autonomy to stay in your lane, who uh, lets people do what they're uniquely good at. And that does feel like that's what he's doing. And maybe he's so confident in what he's accomplishing. He knows that the accolades will come later. By the way, Jane, I mean, like, what for the last, I don't know, de decade, it feels like the NFC East comes down to week 17, would be week 18 this year. I, the Cowboys might have already sewed this thing up. Like, they got a three-game lead heading into week nine. 
sitting here. I mean, the next closest team is the, the Philadelphia Eagles at three and five. I know the Giants haven't played yet here in, as we're, as we're taping this, but I mean, they got to feel great about where they sit right now at six and one. And I just remember talking about the NFC East to, to people last year. And when we talked about the Cowboys, it's like, yeah, they might be better. And of course, that all changed once Dak was named the quarterback, because I kept saying in Dak, we trust. Um, but yeah, you would have thought Washington's defense would be giving teams a little bit more of a run for their money. Yeah. Defensively, you also thought that the Giants were much improved, especially after that went on the road against Seattle. And you thought, well, they're getting Saquon Barkley back. You know, they've kind of gotten better at offensive line. Danny Dimes is going to be better in his <laughs> second year. And then the Eagles, I don't know if, if anyone really knew what to expect with Jalen Hurts, Nick Sirianni, and then you were expecting, you know, I don't know, dynamic play from the wide receiver, Devontae Smith. I, but the Cowboys have literally all of a sudden, like we're talking about them in the same conversation as the Rams, the Bucks, and the Packers. Yeah. If anyone tells you they saw that coming, they are lying to you because <laughs> All I kept saying was, if this defense can just get middle of the pack and you get Dak back, this team could really be special. But I don't know if I thought they could be as special this quick. Like, I was more looking at, you know, they sort of get their sea legs this year, uh, finally with this new coach. Dan Quinn's going to be coming here and get, you know, be special. They've got a lot of young guys, so much youth on this team. But it would, I was looking at, Closer to 2022. Did not expect them to be off to a six. I didn't. And where they changed my minds was without Zach Martin on the road against the Tampa Bay Bucks. And that felt like a super. I was with the Bucks yesterday and I go, didn't that feel like a Super Bowl game? They were like, yes. It was just such an energy. And the fact that we're looking at how tough the schedule has been for them so far and their only loss is to the Bucks. <laughs> and they almost had a win. So if you're not believing in this team right now, I don't know what else you need to see because that win against Minnesota should have gotten everybody to really turn around. And I kept saying, if they win this game without Dak on the road in Minnesota, because if you've ever been there, that is a wild stadium. Yes. I said, it's going to be a fever pitch. I mean, you're, if you hated your cowboy friends and family before that game, you're going to hate them now because, and then if they can go on the road and they beat Kansas City in late November, fever pitch. <laughs> You're in for a heck of a run here down the stretch with the Dallas Cowboys. Jane Slater, thank you so much for your time and insight. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding 
He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Rain or shine, every day is a great day for fishing, right? You got rain gear, but you can't overlook sunny day gear. A Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie has you covered on the sunniest days, like literally. I mean, who wouldn't trade a sunburn for a trophy fish? But why do it if you don't have to? Especially when this Solar Stream Elite hoodie is built with broad spectrum UV protection. We're talking UPF 50, and it has airflow so you don't overheat. And what's the alternative? Putting down the rod every half hour so you can slather on some sunscreen. Seems like an easy choice to me. Columbia PFG has you covered with their Castback TC shoe. Its OmniMax cushioning and traction system helps if you're on your feet a lot, say, fighting a fish. Not to mention keeping you sure-footed on a wet, rocking boat. So if you're going to be spending long days out on the water, and I sincerely hope that you will be, head over to Columbia.com PFG and shop all their performance fishing gear. Two more episodes coming up for you this week on the NFL Inside Report podcast. We'll be back with you on Wednesday and Friday as we close in on the midway point of this 2021 NFL season. Lots of headlines and highlights to get through as we bring you the best of the NFL. Be sure to download, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. That's going to do it for us this time for producers Thomas Warren and Tim Parashka. I'm your host, Rhett Lewis. We'll catch you later. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.